0: hi everyone it's ashley Gronwald with hunter row real estate and i have nancy hayworth with me today and she is a certified professional organizer and owner of on task organizing and i'm so glad to have her with us today i think our topic is so timely with just passing christmas So thanks for joining us. If you have questions as we're going through this material, please put it in the chat. We'll be happy to answer it. Or if you listen to this later, um, Nancy and I will do our best to answer your questions for you. But let's get started because this is a very exciting topic that I love. I get really excited about and I know you have a lot to share with us. Um, So Nancy, do you wanna share anything more about yourself, um, how you got into this before I jump into these questions about how to manage all these toys?
1: Sure. Oh, well, briefly, my name is Nancy Hayworth. I'm the owner of On Task Organizing, which is located in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I, right now I am doing most of my services virtually over Zoom so I can help people anywhere in the world Uh, and I've been in business since 2012. I got into this helping out friends and family and decided it was something I could turn into a career. I'm a member of the National Association of Professional Organizers and I've uh, become certified as a professional organizer so I've lots of years of experience helping people in both their space, their time, and just simplifying their lives.
0: I love it. Well, that's awesome. So we just passed Christmas and our homes are all stuffed to the gills with toys. And the topic today is how to keep our toys from taking over our home. So do you have tips on how to limit the number of toys that our kids even receive as gifts and kind of how to manage this?
1: Yes. Yes. And with that tip, usually people ask me that before the holidays, but for future uh, events, holidays and birthdays, it's sometimes it's hard. A lot of my clients have their parents or other relatives who love to show their love by giving gifts and kids toys are so much fun. So, you know, you end up with an overload a lot. So one thing you can do is before the event, before the holidays or before a birthday, have a discussion with those family members or friends and explain your child. Only has so much space for their toys. They don't have time to play with these things. Or talk about limits. Give them a limit to the number of gifts or the amount they should spend on gifts, and hopefully they will stay in that. Another thing you could do, um, maybe not now during COVID, but if it's a grandparent who wants to give, you know, 20 toys to their grandchild, you could say, "Well, I'll." Let's keep five at my house and the other 15 can stay in a closet at your home. And then when they come to visit, you know, they can play with the toys there just to keep them out of your house. And the kids will look forward to playing with the toys there. The other thing is you can give non-toy items, experiences. Again, tickets to um, concerts or fun events, uh, the zoo, things like that. Tickets or gift cards to events they can um, go to later, or lessons, dance lessons, art lessons, things like that that are not tangible, but your children would enjoy. Uh, so setting up boundaries with those people first of all, is the best way to limit the toys that come in.
0: I love that. We do that at our home and my mom's been really receptive of it where she loves to still buy my kids toys, but she says this stays at my house, like her house, you know, so that they get to play with it there and it's, it works really well. And then I love experiences. Give us tickets to the zoo, like you said, or Marbles Museum or a date dinner with grandma or something like that versus stuff that just fills our house So
1: i love that so how do you deal with an overflow of toys after the holidays yes after the holidays most people have an overflow the first thing is you need to uh, if you haven't done a cull, declutter of your toys before the holidays it's time to do it now you need to make a, a home for the new gifts that came in the new toys so unfortunately most people will have to discard some other older items so the first thing is to do a simple declutter of what you already have the older things And you know what your children play with. And if if they're old enough to get involved, they can help as well. But deciding, you know, think about how long it's been since they last used that item. If it's been more than six months or a year, most likely they've outgrown it or it's not their favorite toy. And at that point you can think about what you want to do with that. And Obviously there are options. You can donate them, give them to friends or family members, consign them, sell them. Somehow they need to leave your space. And that's only the things that you know your children will never play with again. Uh, if you have multiple children, you could box some things up you know, for when your younger children reach the age of that older child's toys. Mm-hmm. Again, put it away in an attic or basement or closet. Don't have it out amongst all the toys. With the new toys that come in, that's when you really need to to make a home for them. So, let's say your child got a new train set and you have nowhere to put it. Normally, it would just pile up and become clutter. So you need to find a appropriate uh, storage bin, container, shelf, a space for that item and make it clear to your children, this is where this goes. Uh, it's something that they can put away easily, uh, take it when they want to. You know, every single toy needs a home. And that's really what you need to tell your children is we're, we're putting it in its home now. <laughs> uh, so just assessing everything and deciding what goes, what stays, and then where do the new toys belong? I love that. I know I...
0: I would consider myself a minimalist. And before Christmas, I started getting anxious about all these toys that they were going to get or that I had gotten them. And I thought I've got to go through and find some things of theirs that they don't play with anymore to take out, to make room. Like that's what I always say. I take Ellie with me, my oldest. We go to North Raleigh ministries to donate our toys and our excess stuff. And so I'll say, see, we're taking this here to give to other families. So they have new toys. They don't have to be new, new, just new to them. And then we often go in there and find new used toys that we can share. And so kind of giving her the idea of like, we're sharing this with another family so we can have other ones to play with, um, I think helps for us. And using that language of it's got to have a home. If it doesn't have a home, it can't stay. And then she was wanting something this weekend and this past week. And she said i'm willing to give up three stuffed animals for this <laughs> so i was like oh gosh i've either trained her well or i've ruined her but just thinking through that that it stuff can't keep coming in
1: like things have to to go out too right they have to go out as well and and that uh um, you know explaining to them about charity and having them go to donate with you is really uh, very helpful and them see that happen and understand the process i agree i like that
0: so how do i designate a play area for toys in my
1: home and that it really depends on the home and the child the, ch- or the children uh it depends on the layout of your house i have a lot of people i've worked with who they have a they have a bonus room upstairs in like a back corner and they think that's where the playroom is going to be and lo and behold the children want to play down by the kitchen or the living room mm-hmm. so if you have a room like that set up and it's just not working you, you may want to think about rearranging uh your your house the layout of it and move the toys closer to where your children spend most of their time. But once you decide on either a room, a section of a room, closet, whatever it may be, from there you need to set up storage for those toys. And you can have them in multiple places. It does depend again on how you use the house. Uh, You know, maybe your children have a small toy box in their bedroom and then the rest are in a playroom. It's up to uh, each individual family. But you do need to designate where the toys go explain to your children, this is where they go, and have some sort of a routine of how and when you put them away, and then that's really the, the, the difficulty issue. One other thing that I suggest is having a, a big basket, um, that, or depending on the size of your child, a basket that you can use to collect toys and move them back to where they belong. So many times toys make it strewn about. If at the end of every day you can just put all toys in the basket and move that basket back to the playroom, it makes it much easier. So it's really letting everybody in your family know this is where they go, this is a toy's home, And determining which room uh, should be used for that purpose.
0: I love that. Yeah, we have a playroom that I mean, our kids definitely use it. But then, like you said, right by the kitchen and living room is where they want to play the most. And so I have a storage cabinet there Mm -hmm. that I took everything out of there and made it all toys so that it could be put away but also right near where we were. So it was easy access. So I love that that's worked for us. I haven't started, but I've thought about it many times because I grew up with a basket in our kitchen that my mom would walk around the house and collect and put the stuff in there. And at the end of the day, she'd say, put the things that are in that basket back in their home at the end of the day. And so I think that's a really good idea to help um, people have responsibility of their you know, their toys, but also to keep the home in order. So that's, I think that could work really well. And then what about limiting the number of toys a child plays with or has
1: access to you? Do you think that there's a, a specific number a child should have? There's no specific number. It really depends on, again, the child, their temperament, their age, but I found that usually they're overwhelmed with too many toys. Many times when I'm helping people to declutter, the the child finds toys they forgot about and never played with because they couldn't see it. And Mm so, you know, it's limiting it to what makes sense for your particular child. If they do happen to have way too much, again, because of so many gifts from friends and family, you can maybe box some things up, put them away elsewhere, and rotate the toys uh, on a regular basis. And especially right right now, if your child got so many Christmas presents they don't know what to do with them, maybe take some of those presents, put them away in a closet somewhere, and then in three or four months, take them out, and suddenly there's new toys for for them to use. So limiting it that way by either doing the rotation, or like I said before, bringing things to other people's homes uh, and just making sure they're not overwhelmed. And you can usually tell when your child is overwhelmed. <laughs> I think that's such great advice. And one thing that I've
0: done, because I get frustrated, I'll say, Ellie, I think I'm going to go ahead and give this toy away because you you haven't played with it in a while and another family could use it. And she'll say, oh, I want to play with that now because she didn't see it or it was hidden or whatever. And now it becomes this novel, you know, new thing to her. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've found that works is like, I'll go and get the Lego and maybe Lincoln Logs and I'll put them both in a space that they're playing in and say, do you got and it's like they run to it and I'm like, you know, it's, It takes me getting the toy out for them to want to play with it. So that's where I get a lot of the variety from, is just mixing and matching two different toys. So it might be Play-Doh, and you're going to be creative today and do Legos with the Play-Doh or something. Mm -hmm. It helps expand it so you don't have to have a 1,000 toys. If you mix them, sometimes they feel like there's more variety that way. So that's something I've been doing lately that's been fun.
1: That's also a good way to get variety in the toys and make them realize what they have and play with those.
0: And so what about for very small children? Do you have any tips to help organize for them?
1: Yes. And uh, it really depends on age, but I'm thinking children that are under five that can't particularly read yet, put things away. Those are usually the hardest to organize for because they can't have a say over a lot of things. So my first tip is lead by example. If children see parents putting things away and cleaning up, they'll be more likely to do that, even if they're very young. Secondly, when you are setting up toy storage organization, you should get down to their level. So you know, get down on your knees or however tall they are, look around mm-hmm. and say, what can they see? What does this look like to them? What what can they reach? And then also consider you know their ability, you know, they probably can't move a heavy container, but something small, something with handles, uh, is the drawer easy to pull in and out, depending on what what you're using for storage. Think about all of that for those really young kids and then from there you can contain you use storage containers that they enjoy so say your child really loves unicorns well you can put you, know, you can get some unicorn themed storage containers or put stickers on them or some things like that to make them like it and want to use it and uh, the other thing with young children if they cannot read yet Labels don't always work. You should still put the labeled word on the container, but if you add a picture, whether it's a photo or even a drawing that they made of the toy, and then put that on the outside of the container, uh, then they'll know. Okay, I see a picture of my dolls here. That's where my doll goes. It makes it a little easier for them to put away. You know, obviously parents have to help younger children put things away and take things out, but the easier you make it for them, the better. <laughs>
0: I love that. I think it's such a great idea to help them have ownership of putting it away, but if they can't read, making it easy for them to identify it. Elizabeth Lynch, um, who's listening, said, do you have ideas for where to donate toys? The place where we usually donate clothes don't usually accept the toys. I mean, I North Raleigh Ministries, I love they take all the toys that I've taken them as well as clothes and home items. Um, Goodwill is the other one that we
1: use. Do you have any others?
0: Nancy
1: that's actually uh goodwill salvation army uh, any most places do accept toys there are certain toys that aren't accepted usually it's stuffed animals just you know, just like mattresses and pillows things like that uh, usually aren't accepted but almost any charity that I've, I've dealt with has accepted toys I think some are just you know, if they're just clothing only it's it's a little tough yeah
0: Agreed. And if others have ideas, please put those um, in the comments as well. So I love those ideas for small children. Um, what about having your kids come alongside you in this organizing process?
1: Can we get our kids involved in it? You can. It it depends on your kid's personality. <laughs> I'll say that. Some some children will want to hold on to everything or they are just not interested and you just kind of have to go with the flow. But mm-hmm. most kids, you, you can do this with them provided they're old enough to understand the process. And with that, I always suggest doing it in small spurts of time. If you say, okay, today we're going to organize the entire playroom, they're going to get tired after <laughs> after you know 30 minutes to an hour. So don't, you know, do it in little spurts of time, but right. discuss with them why you're doing it first of all. I'll explain, you know, we need to make room for all the new holiday gifts, or, you know, you can also, something that works for a lot of children is you can say, well, that's a little kid toy and you're a big kid now. You're going to such and such grade or whatever. That helps them to realize, oh yes, I want toys that are age appropriate for me. Uh, so you can get them involved, Do you schedule it with them, tell them, okay, today we're gonna to spend one hour working on the toys, make it fun, play music, make a game out of it. Uh, if you're going through certain items, say you were going through all the stuffed animals, only take out stuffed animals first, and lay them out and say, okay, well, here are all of our teddy bears. If you want to help them, them uh, minimize their teddy bear collection, you can say, we can only keep your five favorite or what are your five favorites? Show me the ones you really love and they can pull those out first and that makes it easier for them to give away the, the ones that aren't their favorites. And again, explaining how other children can benefit from these things, from charities and, and all of that helps as well. But just one step at a time, Small increments of time it will take you a while, but explain to them all that. And then, you know, celebrate at the end, when they finished, you have a, some kind of a party or a dessert or something fun to do That's as they get through it all. That's awesome. We were
0: doing the books. So Ellie and I were going through her books together, organizing them and trying to minimize them. And I would say, I think Dee Dee, which is her grandma, my mom would like this at her house. And so then it was like every book I pulled, instead of giving it away, she's like, let's take that to Dee Dee's house. Let's take that to Didi's house. <laughs> so poor Dee Dee is getting all of the excess um of ours. But it helps because then my mom doesn't have to go buy toys because it helps me eliminate and give variety and all of that. So that's right. one thing that we've done that's been kind of fun. Um, so now when we're shopping and I say no to something, she said, can we buy it for DeeDee's house? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> uh, so what are some of your favorite playroom organizing products?
1: For products, again, it really depends on the size of the room and the items you're trying to store. But there are some things that work really well for um, smaller toys. If you have a, a, especially a closet door or the back of a door, an over-the-door shoe organizer sorter, You can store so many different things in there. You could put art supplies, action figures, Barbie dolls, doll clothes, uh, matchbox cars. All these different items could go in there depending on what your child uses. And that way, the ones that are closest to to their, within their reach, it's much easier for them to to find them. Um, Toy boxes are sometimes helpful. I will say the one suggestion is do not put small toys in with big ones. So those big toy boxes limit those to the bigger toys, mm-hmm. uh, cube storage, the, um, the cubes with the fabric bins or um, acrylic plastic bins, those are helpful as well. Anything with handles works well for young children especially. Uh, and also I, I like caddies, the little like art caddies. You can use those to store so many different types of uh, little figures and toys uh, as well. And there's this, uh, it's thing called the swoop bag, S W O O P. It's for Legos, and it you basically lay it out like a rug under where you'd put Legos or other small toys like that that might get stuck in the carpet, and you can then close it up into the bag and easily put it away instead of trying to pick everything up. So that's a that's a huge um, product that I really love.
0: That's awesome. I've not heard of that. The swoop bag. That's that's fun. I love the over the door hanging, like using something you already have for a different purpose. Cause I think sometimes we get excited about organizing and we go spend hundreds of dollars on all these organizing containers that we could have used things that we're not using very well at home. So someone like you to walk through the house and say, can I use this somewhere else? And what about this? That's not using, you know, being used that well and repurposing it. I love doing that. I think that's awesome. So great ideas.
1: You can repurpose other things too, like toolboxes or makeup. Caddies, containers. There's so many things that can be used for toys that aren't specifically organizing supplies. Exactly. I
0: love it. So, are there any routines? We talked a little bit about that with like the basket that you could have to collect toys, but any other routines that you'd recommend that moms could set up to help keep their kids' toys organized? I mean, you talked about having a home for your toys. What else?
1: Yes. First of all, having a, a regular time when you declutter and purge I suggest at least twice a year if you could do it before the child's birthday and before Christmas season those are good times to do it Mm -hmm. at least two times a year because your kids will grow out of things and go through things so quickly Mm -hmm. if you keep things decluttered like that then it's setting up a regular time to put away your toys organize them I really suggest daily, but obviously that's not reality for many people. You can't do it every day. But if you can set, you know, a, play some music, set a timer, uh, make it fun and say, okay, the last 10 minutes of the day before dinner or whatever, we, we put our things away. A regular time to do that. If you can't do it daily, at least do it once a week, you know, on the weekend, have a certain time during the weekend where they go through and just put everything in its home. Again, the first step is making a home for all of those things so they know where they go. Provided those things are clearly labeled and they all have a container they fit in. It'll be very easy to keep up with that. So it's setting up those routines. And again, you can, re- it depends on you know, your children. You can reward them with something, you know, an allowance or, or a fun experience or a, a meal, something to, to celebrate getting it done. But, uh, The more regularly you do it, organizing isn't a one-time event. So the more regularly you do it, the better. Awesome, I love it. And I think, you know, for me
0: at the end of the day, because sometimes I'm like, I've, I've picked up this basket of toys three times today. I just wonder if like waiting till the end where they know five minutes, 10 minutes before, dinner, we're going to play the clean up, put your toys away game or something like that. And it's a routine that they expect, just like they expect their bath or dinner
1: or bedtime. Right. So make it part of the end of the day routine. Yes.
0: And then what what are some things you'd recommend on how to teach our child to be better organized in general? Because we could be living a lifestyle that's not very organized. And now how do we implement organization into these little people that we're trying to raise?
1: Yes. Well, the first thing, like I said before, leading by example, I find a lot of the uh, adults that I help organize, their kids will follow along because they see mom and dad doing it. Mm-hmm. So if they see you putting away your clothes or your dishes or whatever it may be, explain you know, explain to them, see, mommy's doing this. You, can, you are in charge of the playroom or your toy box area, whatever it may be. You can do this as well. And and most children want to be like their parents, so they will, will follow along and do that. Again, teaching them about regular decluttering, teaching them about time management, realizing that it takes time to put things away. It takes time to take it out and set it up to play. It also takes some time to put away. So let's mm-hmm. think about that. If you're having, you know, a play date and you know that your friend is leaving at two o'clock, maybe at 1.55 or something, and you say, okay, he's he's leaving in five minutes. Let's put it all back. Getting it's not only uh, management of space and things it's management of time as well so teaching them to plan for that extra time to put things away is important and then again setting those routines leading by example uh, and also talking to them about reuse donation people in need and why you know they should take care of their things these are their belongings they're lucky enough to have these things and play with them they should you know, take good care of it because they are in charge of these things. They're, give them ownership. Let them know this is their section of the home or the room and they they should take ownership of that.
0: I love that. I will say that I think genes or our DNA plays a big part in this because I would be a professional organizer in my if I got to choose my career again. That's what I would do. I'm so envious of you, Nancy, that you get to do this for a living. I love it so much that I think that it's... Ellie is just more like her dad because she just does not have that in her. You know, she just wants to keep everything, she wants to buy everything, and she doesn't want to put it away, which is exactly like my husband. But <laughs> maybe she is. She just she's following her parent, um, just not me, <laughs> following <Right. laughs> her dad. Um, but I'm gonna keep doing it and keep modeling it, and maybe one day it'll click for her. You mentioned the labeling, which I loved, with especially for kids who can't read yet um, you know a picture of the item is there any other labeling recommendations you have in a playroom or is that really the best one is putting the word in the
1: picture the word the picture is the best thing to do i mean for those younger children i mean you can get as creative with labels as you'd like you can use a simple like brother label maker you get in an office supply store you could buy a cricket label maker um, f- from a place like michael's or joanne fabric you can you can get really involved or you can simply print out a picture uh, from the internet or, or even cut the front of the box if you if you don't keep the box of the toy and tape that onto the script to the the uh, uh, drawer or the box that you're storing it in so it's really it depends on again how you want your aesthetic because you do want the outside to look you know how you, you the way you decorate your house, your your, your personal aesthetic. You want it to look nice. But again, if the children are just using it in their room and they want to see a big picture of a character, put that on there, do what That's works for them. That's awesome. Well, because we're out of
0: time, is there any last minute recommendations you would make uh, before I let them know how to get in touch with you? Any other things that you'd say, try this or overall
1: one takeaway from our time today? One takeaway, I'd, I would say declutter now schedule for it that's the thing schedule a time to do it don't just say you're going to do it someday and then never get to it put it on your calendar right now that you're going to do some decluttering of the toys if they're overwhelming your children once you do that it'll be much easier to organize what remains
0: that's awesome i love it and so if people want to get in touch with you and schedule a consultation or have you help them get organized what's the best place for them to to find out more about you
1: the best place to go is my website it's www.ontaskorganizing.com from there you can call or email me i'm also on social media you can check out my facebook page or instagram or twitter uh, but if you visit my website there's a contact form on there feel free to fill it out and right now i'm Because of the COVID pandemic, I'm working virtually, but we can do a lot over Zoom. So I I offer a free 30-minute consultations over Zoom to discuss your organizing needs. And then from there, we can uh, schedule more sessions if needed. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: I would think that this has probably been on a lot of people's mind, especially that were home during COVID, that they're like, I've got to do this. So do it now. And then maybe it's some people's New Year's resolution. So this might be a great time to reach out to Nancy and have her help you get organized, not feel overwhelmed, teach our kids some of these lessons as well. So thank you for your time. I loved it. I know I've got some new ideas that I can implement at our house and I'll have you back on so we can do some more topics like this. So thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. See everyone next week. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend, subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home where it all begins.